Hey, Star Wars fans and Rule the Galaxy fans, it is Joe. We are live for Chapter 241 of the Rule of the Galaxy podcast. Uh, we've got the regular crew here. We've got myself, Alfie, D-Doc, and Brent. And we're going to have a special Daddy. guest here, uh, one of my childhood friends. Who's... One second, there's Celia. Celia, I'm going to... Just because you're turning five, Azalea, doesn't mean you get to run the show. Um, <laughs> but um, we will have we'll have our good friend Wayne Bush, who you know secretly for years has never really talked to me about Star Wars. We've talked about everything else in our lives, but uh, I I got him talking Star Wars and uh, the Mandalorian, and I said, "Heck with it, we're going to have Wayne on because one, I just like to see and talk to Wayne, but two, just to hear this hidden Star Wars fandom he's got inside." So. Uh, again, we're starting chapter 241. I did not prep and have any kind of song for me to sing to start this one, but later on, if I feel it, I'll just I'll just start singing when my time comes up. Um, Wayne, hold on, Wayne. How long have you known Joe? <laughs> oh man, it goes back to like uh, the 80s, early 1985. 1980s. Did he always have that much energy and spunk to just belt out in song whenever? Uh, it depends on the circumstance. Uh, there are many different circumstances that Joe and I have been through, so I'm not surprised by anything that comes from anyone named with the last name Molinero. <laughs> Fair. Fair point. Just checking. Sorry to jump in, Joe. I just no. had to, like, with your, with your singing, lack of singing chops, but yet coming up with song. I can't hey. say anything because I'm terrible also. But... Did I miss the song? No, I did not. I, I, I'm going <laughs> to... Wow. We that was will... perfect, Alfie. You have no idea, but that was actually perfect timing. Yes. Uh, you know what? If I if a song pops into my head later, like I said, I'll I'll just belt it out. But um we'll we'll go around the room real quick, do intros, and then hop over and, and intro Wayne. But uh we'll start with Mr. D Doc, the guy behind the scenes who keeps all this running. D Doc, how are things going in your world? Good, good. Um, I was telling Alfie before the podcast, I'm uh, I'm stumbling into the new year just because my wife uh, got me that huge Disney Castle Lego set, and when I start building stuff like that, that says the biggest set I've ever got. So it's like three bags could take like an hour, two hours, and it's like I'm doing like three or four bags a night, and I'm losing track of time, and I'm not sleeping. And I'm waking up late, and I'm getting okay. in trouble. So I'm like, I'm I'm definitely, uh, you know, you get a set like that. You, it, it is so hard. You just keep building and building. You like become obsessed with it. It's like, so yeah, that, that, 
that's one little hiccup. I'm 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 gonna take the night off from building tonight, probably. Wow. There you go. Yeah, but, no. G Doc, you don't just keep building and building. <laughs> oh, no. That man. doesn't that doesn't happen. <laughs> For those of you not watching live on YouTube, Brent is showing off his Star Wars Legion collection that he's hand painted every single thing behind him, pretty much. So uh, too yeah. many as I have not. Okay. <laughs> I will not claim those. Those Boba Fett and Sabine Wren. Uh, it was really early, and I was too intimidated by the uh, paint jobs for both of those and the, the multicolors. Okay. All right. Well, Brent, since you popped in, we'll go to you. How are things going on in the Dykeman Castle? Um, I am still enjoying uh, my my break. Uh, I don't start up back till Monday, so I can't wait. Yeah, right. Uh, other than that, we are all good. Yeah, I got a couple shelves. Um, did some building of some hoth terrain and making some trench runs. Um, nice. But yeah, no, um, I got those shelves and I didn't realize, I thought I only needed one of them. And uh, yeah, I got about halfway through and I was like, oh shit, I'm going to need another one. <laughs> um, and I really, like, out of the collection of people, so the people that play the miniature wargaming, um, this is a light collection from the people that I've talked to. Um, it's impressive the depravity of my uh, addiction of assembling and painting. Hey, you know we all have to have a vice, and uh, you know we're we could be all out working the streets right now, but instead we're doing Legos and Star Wars Legion. So, uh, speaking of working the street, uh, Alfie, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. Uh, you know, I, I took a nice vacation from the streets, got centered back, you know, into real life for about eleven days. Like. What, Back to work yesterday, so that was kind of a shock because I'm like D Doc. I'm a I'm a night owl. I got really addicted over Christmas break to playing this uh, power washing simulator game. I don't know why. That sounds like work. How is that a game? Power washing just, simulation. No, there's game. just something satisfying about it. You just start washing stuff and you can't stop. Hey. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's like the most dad of video games that there could be. But... I played that game, Alfie. Isn't there it was good? A, there was like a woodworking one and where you would put things on a lathe and you would have to like cut out pieces from a lathe yeah. that I played for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Oh, we got you a got comment it. from uh, Stephen Kent here. Stephen it's a hard Kent. life being able to collect Legos and live stream Star Wars talk. <laughs> we are lucky. I agree. <laughs> Steven, I thank agree. you for joining in. Yes, 100%. We are lucky, guys. And speaking of being lucky, I tell you what, I, um, I, I can say this. I'm a lucky guy who, as Wayne mentioned earlier, 1985, I remember sitting in the uh, bleachers of Southport Fieldhouse, and he and I talking about the Adidas shoes we were wearing <laughs> as we were getting ready for basketball practice or something like that. And uh, I've, I've been just... This guy is, is like a brother to me, and he has been, gosh, what is that, 1985 and now? That's, how long is that, guys? My math. Um, a few uh, decades. Yeah, 40, <laughs> 40 years. Yeah, almost 38 years we've, we've been pals. But Wayne Bush is joining the show. Um, Wayne, so glad to have you on. This is your first time here. Episode 241, believe it or not, your first time on. So, how are things going up in Michigan? Uh, and uh, just how you doing? You know what, uh, Joe? Life is good, and, and and kudos to us and everyone else that has the opportunities to have long-term relationships like we've had. 
Um, very thankful to uh, have you and all the others in our lives that we get to have fun with, whether it's with Star Wars or Legos, which I'm a big fan of, or anything else going on in life. You know, um, li life is good. Cannot complain. Well, that's good. That is good to hear. I, I appreciate I appreciate you being here. And yeah, we'll we'll get a little crazy into our Star Wars talk, but we definitely want to talk to you and, and get get some feedback from you on what got you into Star Wars, how long you've been a fan, what you know, what some of your favorites are, and everything like yeah. that. But I will say this before we start: I have been really enjoying doing. Um, you know, I've, I've created some small like top ten lists and things like that that I've been doing on our YouTube. Uh, channel so if anybody wants to go check those out you can but uh been loving the comments and the feedback on them uh john i don't want to mispronounce your last name but john infield it looks like e-n-f-i-e-l-d he has been giving us some great comments on our youtube channel uh this week so thank you for doing that and uh, you know what he, he's a huge fan and he'd never heard of the christmas in the stars album so he was really excited to hear about that but it's been great to, to do those and just fun. And, and honestly, it's really opened my eyes to things that I haven't thought about in forever. Like I was putting together top 10 lists of, you know, um, characters and, and aliens and bounty hunters. And I started going, well, wait a minute. I remember these old comics I used to look at. I'm going to go back and look at those. And then I'm going to go look at some of the old books. And I probably have some notes of some of my favorite things. And so I've got like six other lists here of things that I've pulled up that I'm going to create these on. So really looking forward to doing that. It's just fun, um, fun to do. But while doing those, uh, our good friend of the show, Scott Rifen, for the people who have been paying attention, has sent me 1983 Return of the Jedi cards. Actually, they were still in the wrapper. Um, and and I, I said, the heck with it. I'm opening them because what good does it do to have a, a wrap package of, of ball cards sitting in my office? And also... Mm, the top's gum. You got to eat, eat it. it. You got to eat, eat it. Eat it. Eat I don't think that tastes like chicken. No. But the smell, and I, and I, and I, can't, I think it was, um, it was, well, it was one of our followers, and I apologize that I didn't write it down who it was, but somebody said it was either Michael Nip or it was, um, gosh, who was the guy who was on our show? Uh, Adam Parker. Parker? Adam Parker, one of those two said they need to make a scented candle of this this Tops baseball gum that goes in the packs and everything because that, that would be fantastic. Joe, Expired Tops baseball gum. Did you record yourself <laughs> opening up those packs? I did. Yes. All okay. right. Is Thank that God. on the channel? You're, you're it is. It is. Okay. I hadn't seen that one. Like, So I've seen some of the other yeah. ones come through, and I'm, I haven't got a chance to – to watch those. See but, now, now, Joe, if you're if you're unboxing a 1983, if you're opening a 1983 Star Wars pack, yeah. throw me a text and I will make you a thumbnail for that. I didn't know that that even happened. I missed that on. Yeah. I missed yeah. that on the channel. I gotta I'm watch sorry. that. Come on, guys. Azalea actually was the one who told me about it. She Thanks. watched it before I did. I, I watched a guy the other day opening like 1980s NBA cards and he, he opens them up and is just like, everyone says not to eat the gum. I always do. And he just throws it right in his mouth, man. And he's crunching it. I'm like, dude, that is gross. Is that made by <laughs> the same company that makes zebra stripe gum back in the day? Probably. <laughs> I had one piece that came broken and one piece that's still. Those are the best ones. Oh, yeah, Joe. <laughs> Joe, you're missing out. Okay, I'll tell you what. Like, you'll go we'll into a time. Have you ever seen Hot Tub Time Machine? 
I, yes. There's there's the Topps gum time machine. Your brain will just zone back into like eight year old, twelve year old you. Um, you gotta try it. If here's you're not gonna, gonna do. do it, I the next time we're together, I will chew the gum. Okay, well, it. here's what I'll do. If someone dial nine chat, one first, who's who's watching watching the show wants to start donating to the show, put some dollar amounts in the chat, and when it gets to the right dollar amount, I'll eat it all right here in front of you. I don't even care. Um, you know what? Well, you know, I, you just chew gum, right? You don't actually eat it. Oh my Come bad. on, you got to swallow it because here's the deal. This is like bubblicious. You take like two chews and it's going to lose its flavor. Then once it's <laughs> lost its flavor, you got to swallow it. <laughs> Who spits it out? Still has a little powder coating on it. It's By still, the way, while you're doing good. that, like the my least favorite thing is chewing gum in class because I was classroom teacher for a number of years. Mm-hmm. And the number one, when I tell kids to spit it out, the number one responses but it still has flavor oh oh i'm sorry that you still have flavor get rid of it so anyways or swallow it i appreciate yeah i appreciate it um well i'll tell you what let's we have a guest here and we might as well just use up all this energy we're getting from our guests so wayne let's go back in that star wars bubblegum card time machine here when did you become a fan of star wars when did you i mean 1977 were you sitting there in line ready to go and go check that out or when, when did this all happen for you where you started following the star wars well to my recollection honestly being that young you know born in 71 and then the movie comes out when i'm six mm-hmm. it's just another movie you know it's just it's like a science fiction movie when you're going and i remember the day i went with my aunt and my cousins and we we snuck popcorn in in the brown bag, and my aunt had the big UPS U, United States parcel bag with all the candy in it and all the stuff in it. And we snuck in or snuck the food in and everything. But I remember the initial dialogue of the words going up on the screen, and I was hooked. I mean, it was a classic from day one. I mean, they were doing things that every kid that was six years old or young wished we could do at home. Right. A lightsaber? Give me a lightsaber. How do I make a lightsaber? Where do I buy that? You know. And then it just took off from there. So, you know, it's it's funny because we we started talking about Mando. That's what really made it to where you and I, or I said, hey, I need to have you on the show, um, but. You and I, because we're well, we're the oldest ones on this show. Believe it or not, D Doc's like a year older than Joey. So, um, wow. <clears throat> yeah, I know, very diverse here. Um, but, but um, you and I got through all that Star Wars, right? We had Star Wars, Empire, Return of the Jedi, all, all those four nice. years of our lives. Yeah. But when you and I first started connecting in 1985, Star Wars was in that dark area, right? Like it went silent, you know, and so. I think you and I growing up together as 14, 15, whatever year olds, that was never something that we even would bring up because I don't even remember talking about Star Wars that much during our high school years because one, we were either trying to play a sport, trying not to flunk out of school, 
trying to chase girls and drive cars, Star Wars wasn't in the forefront of what we were doing. Oh, it's so... all of the above. <laughs> also, during the 80s, you know, we had some of the classic movies of all time, you know, yep. 16 Candles. Uh, you, you can just list off all the great movies that are still classics to these days. So Star Wars wasn't the end-all, be-all, but to Star Wars, um, you know, attrition, they've made it. They've been here from day yep. one, and they've run through their bad side of, you know, the first three episodes. I call it the bad side. And then they come back out with new stuff that's, you know, some of it, in my opinion, was really good, and some of it was not so good. But they stand the test of time. E.T.'s not here. I mean, they they were, they you know, had their little sticky finger, and they were done. But Star Wars is a true, true world classic. Oh, I love it. Um, so I guess another question I'll ask you, um, you have you have two daughters, uh, yes. both in what? One's almost 20 and one's in her mid-20s, right? Yes, correct. No, one's uh, 18 and one's in the mid-20s, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, but did you did you have them check out Star Wars? And did you take them like as, as they were growing up and, and the new stuff was coming out? Did you like with the new movies and then like Mando and stuff on Disney Plus? Did you kind of pass that on to them and say, "Hey, I grew up on this. You need to check this out." So yeah, I, I'm not a ultra uber Star Wars fan, but I do appreciate everything Star Wars. Um, I don't know the history like you guys do by any means whatsoever, and all the names, and I definitely don't have anywhere close to the Legos as my man down here, but. <laughs> The generations of the children coming up now, they either like it or they don't, it seems like. Mm -hmm. And I've been pushing it not only on my children, but also my friends of all ages saying, hey, you know, if you haven't tried it, check it out. It's a good trilogy and it's a good series moving forward. But it's just not everyone catches on. My girls did not catch on to it. They're like, ah, you know, but then there's Harry Potter and there's... <laughs> uh, NCIS, you know, it depends on what you want to watch. You know, there could be anything. We have so many oh, yeah. things to choose from. Not everybody's into, you know, light speed. So it is what it is. Okay, good, good. But am I not mistaken? You said one of the main reasons you got Disney Plus was because of the opportunity to watch things like Mandalorian. Absolutely. Things like that. So what is, is that pretty much on Disney plus is that kind of your go-to like you could sit there and throw Mandalorian on and watch any of those three seasons on there or or do you like some of the other stuff or have you had a chance to check out some of the other series that have come out on there I basically stuck to the the hot stuff which is the Mandalorian on the the Disney side I have watched the other um, movies and series that have come out also but at the same time the Mandalorian was the hot thing that I like to try to follow on a regular basis. Is there any chance you think you would ever cosplay and get that outfit of the Mandalorian? <laughs> the, come on, the chrome look. You'd be looking sweet in that. Uh, no, I <laughs> am not a cosplayer. No, I don't even like Halloween. Nah, but <laughs> I leave that to you guys. Y'all can go out to Vegas, take a lot of pictures, dressed up with each other, and all good. It's all good. <laughs> okay. Well, I will tell you, we've actually been to some some conventions, you know, some events and things. None of us did any cosplay. We we what? that you know of. What? Okay, See, that we know of. out there. You just haven't seen them. <laughs> I mean, who um, am I going to cosplay? Job of the Hut. Oh, there's lots of characters. You could be. Well, a, Brent... You could be a sand person. You know, you. Could, you could uh, I, I mean, there there was the, at the ICC. There was actually 
yeah. 501st sand person um, and went through and took off like that. It was like it was a fencing helmet that they put all the stuff on the top of. But yes, like, I mean, it's intense what they go through for that 501st. But no, I... oh, yeah. we have plenty of time to plan cosplays for ICCC this year, fellas. We got I mean, plenty give me a of theme. Time. Give me a theme. <laughs> Rancor Keeper. <laughs> Well, there's oh, only one. How are we all gonna, you know, complete? Oh, that? so we're gonna. Oh, we're all going. So I could go as the yeah. Rancor, and you could be the Keeper. Oh, uh-huh. I'll be Calcastus. Easy. That's easy for me. <laughs> you like, would. Uh, yeah, I can easily pull that off. Or you could be. Uh... And Joe's Obi Wan. Like I think we've already established this. Joe is like was born to be a cosplayer of Obi Wan. Okay, I, I agree. I there's will. only so many. Chips in that cookie. Of Probably not the episode so. two Obi Wan. I, no, I think you pull off the hair. Hold on, from. hold on. Did you hear what he said? There's only so many chips in the cookie. He has less people to choose from. He said. I mean, you have Kelleran Beck, and you got Mace Windu at this point. I mean, um, Lando Calrissian. Lando, Lando. Damn, I forgot. Finn. <laughs> You're gonna forget about Finn. Yeah, yeah, it was Finn. in the later movies, yeah. But then yeah. all you got to do is say Ray. Like, I mean, you don't even have to wear anything. Just yell, Ray! I'm, I'm going with the simple one, a stormtrooper. You'll never know it's me. You okay. <laughs> you, uh, Wayne, I'm not sure I've ever told you, but on my 50th birthday... Um, I'm sorry, I missed that. Sorry. That's okay. That's okay. You do live in Michigan. I live in Indiana, and we have <laughs> children and all that. So it's, Excuses. You know, my um, bad. Oh, Michael Nip brings up Will Rowe Hood from Empire Strikes Back, the guy who carries yes, the ice cream. There's another one there, see? <laughs> yes. It's not an ice cream. It's a safe. It's not an ice cream machine. Yes, yes. The Camp Camp Tono or whatever. Um, but uh yeah, they they my some of my friends and some of my relatives chipped in and they talked Billy D. Williams into doing one of those cameos for me. So I have a recording. Oh of no, Billy I D. saw that. I okay. saw it. I saw it. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man, you now they're bringing it sound out. like we called them and asked <laughs> Wayne. They're bringing all the chips out in the cookie right now in our chat. <laughs> oh yeah, they're more than Reef twenty. Parga, Mace Windu, Saul Guerrero, <laughs> Captain Panaka. They're yes, they're all they're right, going to so bring. Now it. I got to go to Vegas. Damn it, <laughs> Panaka. Panaka would be a good one. Yeah, that's oh, a good one. God. And then uh, who was the his replacement in episode two? It starts with a T, yes. doesn't it? Like to... Captain Tythos or something like that, or yeah, I, that I, badass I rebel pilot from Rogue One. Yes, and and there were some pilots. There were some pilots in um, Force Awakens that were yeah. chips. In Wayne, the cookie. <laughs> uh, um, there we go. Of the Jedi who took out the uh, Super Star Destroyer. See, we're all over the place, man. We've yeah. got a little bit of everything. Um, well, hold on, though. Anakin Skywalker's in our chat. I just want you guys to know that. And know, I'm wondering. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to remain calm. I, I'm wondering, is this the same Anakin Skywalker that was playing for Old Miss? Um, it doesn't uh, based upon like the picture, it. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming, Anakin. We appreciate you but, being here. Thanks which was where I was trying to, I, I was trying to maybe segue a little bit. Like, did you guys, I mean, you guys saw that, correct? Yes, that he no. did, like, he did. I'm yeah, badass. Oh, yeah. Jackson Dart, 
yeah, yeah whatever he, his name is. he does yeah he does the eye black down his one eye and he said he's always done that because he's a fan of anakin skywalker and the prequel trilogy of star wars really? and he says he, you, you he, says he taps one? into that every game i did ESPN, not know that's why he did it espn yeah. put up side by sides of him and anakin skywalker like they like they leveraged it for a little bit during that game it it's pretty cool. I, I'm 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 efforting. I'm asking Joey to help me get Jackson Dart uh, on the show. So yeah, did Miles uh, Turner ever call us back? Miles Turner has not called us back. Oh, that we, dude, we have reached out. That, that was like, that is one tall Han Solo. Yes. So talking about cosplay and chips in the cookie. Uh, <laughs> so the Indianapolis Pacers have a Star Wars Indiana. night. Indiana, Indianapolis, whatever. They have a Star Wars night. Um, just like every, it seems like every team and every sport is having a Star Wars night. It's a way to get the five zero first and try to get people out. But Miles Turner is a huge Lego fan. Um, I've watched a video where like he has probably seventy five of the big models, and is also a very big Star Wars fan. So every year when they do the Star Wars night, like one last year he came in dressed as Darth Vader, a seven foot two Darth Vader. And he had an assistant next to him dressed like Prince. No, it's, this year it was Princess Leia's also. Yep. But he was and he had stormtroopers following him last year. So this year, he was a seven foot two uh, Han Solo with like legit tailored blue pants with the red stripe down the side, looking just like from the first time you see Han Solo. He's cool. he's done yeah he's done a little bit of everything. No, Joey has interviewed him in the past. And he pulled out like his Star Destroyer, his Falcon, all that that he did in Legos. Uh, so yeah, I think I think he'd be a, a really good one to have on. It, it's you know um, in season for the some of these people, it's very difficult. I know because Joey, you know he's been he's been good enough to to say hey, I, I will reach out to this guy or that guy, whatever. But you know. He said, you know, like Cam Hayward of the Steelers, a big Star Wars fan. Ian Happ of the Cubs, big Star Wars fan. Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle, big Star Wars fans. That would be like, what are you going to do? Hey, don't worry about practice this week. Just come on the show and talk Star Wars, right? <laughs> they, they, they don't usually jump at that. So it, it'll definitely be something we effort in the offseason. But I'm loving the chats here. D-Duck, I just sent you. We had Anakin Skywalker saying, hello, rule the galaxy. And then we had uh, Nina Williams from Tekken 8 also known as Luke Skywalker, said, Father? Um, so we have Anakin. And then and... Captain Rex tells us, yes, it is your father. <laughs> so we've got some great, great comments going on. And to Stephen Kent, Michael Nip, Dark Wars, the podcast, Travis Mitchell, everybody who's joined in, thank you so much for chatting up. We appreciate it. Um, I will say, as we go on, and Wayne, just chime in whenever and, and listen to our silliness, but... Uh, not a ton going on in the Star Wars universe from the end of Ahsoka uh, to now until the next series comes up. And uh, I don't even think we have a due date, do we, for the next next show to no. hop on they Disney Plus? Pushing, I mean, they keep pushing uh, Acolyte and uh, not Acolyte. <laughs> what's the other one? Skeleton Crew. Uh, skeleton skeleton crew. So yeah. you, know, you know what that means. Whenever there's nothing going on in Star Wars, they bring out the Mortal Kombat guy and he just says, Fight, and then everyone just starts <laughs> arguing with each other. On absolutely, yeah. absolutely, becomes a cesspool when there's nothing on 
<laughs> Disney Plus or at the theaters. We need to I, really, yeah. We're all so. sport, like we're mostly sports fans here, and locally, it's the Pete Rose effect, man. All you have to do is say, "Should Pete Rose be in the Hall of Fame?" and you would get an hour of people complaining on one supporting and complaining, and like it's that's where we're at right now. We're yeah. in that like it's Pete like Rose that when there's stuff out. You yeah, guys just listen on the internet when there's a series or a movie out. Yeah, but at least yeah. you can like quiet some of that noise and have a different conversation. Well, to to actually go in a, posi- a positive direction, I did pull up one story that I think was a positive direction. <clears throat> Good friend uh, of the show, Mark Newbold on Fantatrax, uh, he put up. He, they actually did a poll at the end of 2023. So just in the last few weeks, they did a poll to a number of people. And it asked, what is the best fandom? What's the biggest fandom out there in, in the movie world, right? Um, so number 10 was Avatar. Number 9 was James Bond. Number 8 was Dune. 7, Jurassic Park. I think I've got the numbers right. How is 6, Dune? Hunger Games. Uh, 5, DC Expanded Universe. Number 4, Marvel uh, the MCU, number three, Harry Potter, number two, Disney in general, all the Disney movies and films, number one still in 2023, which the last film wasn't hasn't been out, hasn't come out. Well, the last one was 2019. Uh, Star Wars, the number one hey, fandom out there. So, hey Joe, it yeah. was on Fantatrax, which I is don't a think Star Wars. I don't think he did it. I think he okay. pulled it from somewhere else. Okay, it was because a, it was a I was going to say there. there's a little bit of uh, bias for the Star Wars fandom if you're pulling Star Wars fans for what's the most important I, fan base. I understand. I think he grabbed case, it from somewhere else. In that so. case, I just you heard me probably say it. How did Dune? Yeah, where did that come from? <laughs> How does I that mean, a, you, you are aware <laughs> that there's like 25 books. Of no. no. No, yes. we watch movies. I'm not reading. Right. <laughs> Wayne's <laughs> my hero. Wayne, you just solidified everything I talk about on this podcast. I understand yes. that we just watch movies, but as a fan base, there's a gigantic Dune fan base for the books themselves. It so, must be on yes. tape. The one that I didn't hear, though, <laughs> the one that surprised me that I don't think I heard, it, did Lord of the Rings make that? No. I was wondering that. Yeah, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. I will yeah. gather the Lord of the Rings fans to fight the Hunger Games fans. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I just think that's recency bias, it. though. That, that's also recency bias because like Dune just came out with movie number one. They're getting ready to make movie number two. Then Hunger Games. May in it too. So. And Hunger yeah. Games is like right now, like Dune they just prequel. released the prequel that they just had out. So that's yeah. But I mean, they're like the books were good. Like I, I read the first two. Um, Wait, hold on a second. What did you just say? Yeah, yeah, you're going to guess what I'm... I know, but here's here. the deal. Here's the deal. I did Were read the first two. in jail for a while? And then, and then the Maze Runner. I read some of the Maze Runner series as well. Wow. But no, like, it's very few books that I read, Alfie. But yes, I we watch movies. I did okay. all three Hunger Games books, and the third book, I give a thumbs so, down. So, Okay. I, I do think it's interesting that Lord of the Rings did not make that. Yeah, list. I would think yeah, even weird. just from a literary sense, that yeah. would have a huge fan. Well, I mean, I didn't realize like... Dune had as many books as that. I, I thought it was just like a true. I thought it was in the realm of the Game of Thrones. 
My mouse pad uh, is a map yeah, of Game Middle of Earth. Isn't on there. That's kind of wow. interesting. That's true too. Oh, look at that mouse pad. Yeah, it's middle. But I, I would have put, I would have put Dune in the Game of Thrones. I know Game of Thrones has like what five or six books with the Song of Ice and Fire, or it has and he five, and he's so he's far. in the process of writing six. Has been for fifteen years. Yes. So, yeah, I MCU know. at four too. That's interesting as well. The MCU boys, it's just fade it's away taking, slow that, death. Last year really took a toll on the MCU. Yeah. Mm. Wait, what are there are there Marvel um movies or characters that are your favorites? Are there some superheroes you like or DC? You know, you this know. is a is that for me? Yeah. Yeah. Um it's interesting you asked that question because over the holiday break, we had all the family and the kids running through the house and stuff. And next thing you know, we're just watching movies, which typically happens. And some of the mm -hmm. movies, some of the people haven't seen, like my daughter. She hadn't, my youngest hadn't seen some of the ones and her boyfriend was saying, hey, we got to watch this. So we were watching uh, one of the, oh, we were watching Captain America in the, and then the second one with Captain America. And then we were watching uh, Iron Man. And mm -hmm. I hadn't seen the last Iron Man yet. I just hadn't gotten around to it. And, and all the Iron Man are a great series, but I gave up on all of that when they start having good guys fight good guys. I'm like, nope, I'm done watching. That's, that Civil does, War. That's, that that does not make any sense whatsoever. And then I tried to watch Loki. I couldn't keep track of what the hell is going on. Y'all send me forward. Y'all send Wait, me back. I think we're the people? same person, Wayne. I'm like, like crazy. Legit feel the same way about that show. I gave up. I cannot do it. No, I'm not doing too much. It. No, too much. Too Take much. me back to the cartoon days of you know the Justice League, and I'm good. Oh, <laughs> yes. Can I get some Wonder Twin powers? They will activate. Yes. <laughs> Form a bucket of ice water. Boom. Put out the fire. There we go. Um, Wayne, there's a great, uh, actually one of the guys who uh, really motivated Joey and I to start this podcast. Uh, Steve Glosson runs a, a podcast called Geek Out Loud. And he plays the Justice League theme music into and out of every show. Nice. It just gets me pumped every time going. I'm like, because it's, it's like an upbeat with a banging drum going in it. Oh, every time I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah I love it. It's a little superhero. Yeah, you guys stuff. gotta add some welcome music to when you guys come online. You know, you gotta well, have some theme music. We when do you go live, live, yeah. That, so that, that, that one really hurts, Wayne. Yeah, I, I haven't mean, been there. Like, I'm new. You're you're right. You haven't been here, but you have no idea where we've come since we've introduced <laughs> oh, D Doc yeah. into this world. Yeah, his, his, his TikTok. We have graphics uh, now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, D Doc, throw something live are, up on there right now. Grab a picture, put up live. Yeah. We are actually live. Like, used to just be us sitting around, and then maybe a week later it comes out. Yeah. We the internet goes all the time. We our backgrounds to, oh, you know, see, you were Skyrim or, you know, the Death Star. Well, that's an ugly looking one, actually. <laughs> I just, well, you know, it's in a, it's a testament to what you guys have been doing for all these episodes because you do have a big fan base. I I, I was listening to uh, Cat Williams. He was talking to Shannon Sharp today on one of the little TikTok <laughs> things. And he said, he that said, was awesome. Thirty minutes of if you have I've time, all of it is if great. If you have time, <laughs> the, the the thirty minutes of him just going on a rant was just it's deep amazing. And wow, he burned some Sorry. people to the ground, but. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things he said was 
you know, we're <laughs> we're entertainers and we're only good as mm -hmm. good as the people that support us. So, you know, we can get up to a high level, but you got to remember who you work for. They'll bring you back down real quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a very good point. So you guys oh, yeah, have a great right. audience. It must be you're doing something well over the time. I, I think, you know, Alfie has, Alfie has said it very well in the past. We're, we're, we're kind of just a running shit show, but we're an entertaining running shit show to where people are like... the best of the shit show. That's right. They, 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 <laughs> they go, we can go listen to these guys and just laugh for like an hour. You know, that's great. That's, so we, we don't try to be the smartest. We don't try to be the one who knows all the answers. Uh, we, we definitely don't have the insight to a lot of the, you know, the... Uh, Hollywood connections while we have had some really big name people on the show. Don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, we're not the ones that Lucasfilm's calling and saying, <laughs> thank you, Michael. Um, Shout out to Michael. <laughs> yeah. But they, I mean, they're not banging on our door saying, Hey, do you guys want to interview the next lead in this movie? It doesn't happen, but wait a minute. You guys are, you guys, you're, you're getting those Disney. No. Oh, okay. I, I thought that was what we were supposed to do. Okay. Well, no, I haven't. No. Well, you know, uh, we won't get to the Disney topic yet, Alfie, because I know how much you're looking forward to talking about that. But Brent brought up a good topic today. And Wayne, believe it or not, even though you say, hey, I'm not this super ultra fan, I think this is one that you could get into an answer on this as well. Brent, what, what was the topic you brought up today in the, yeah, so the text scrolling, chain? Scrolling those interwebs. Uh, there was some forum that was posted and it was, uh, I didn't look at the comments or responses, but it, it made me stop and think, and I think it'd be a great discussion. So the comment was from a star Wars fan and said that star Wars is a genre. It is not, uh, a setting. So I had to clarify for the boys. What that means is it's not just the physical setting. It's not just the universe. It's a genre. So what do you feel? How does that hit you? Marinate on it. What are your thoughts? Alfie, go ahead. You were going to start, I think. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that 100%. I think, you know, if you go back to when Star Wars came out, there was a lot of people who didn't like Star Wars because it wasn't real science fiction is what they said. Which it wasn't. It was dirty. It wasn't, you know, the bright, shiny, plastic, metal science fiction. You know, there is this kind of genre that Star Wars created. You know, there's the Arthurian legend that's built into Star Wars. There's the, you know, the Japanese samurai films, the Westerns, you know, the space battles were shot by shot recreations of World War II footage, mm -hmm. pretty much. You can look at the prequels and say, well, this is, you know, influenced by Greek mythology. And I think that's really the difference that we see in the sequels in The Mandalorian. I think there's not really anything that you can pick out of the sequels as far as, it, you know, that influential genre. Whereas when you watch Mando, you see, man, Filoni and Favreau get that samurai influence. They get that spaghetti Western influence. So it feels... Like it just, you could just drop it right into the slot of the timeline without really having to make some big concessions to the story. And I think that's where I think the sequels kind of fall flat is that they don't have that feel of being able to connect Anakin Skywalker to, you know, some Greek stories or being able to, you know, all of Padme's outfits. I don't know if you've seen the behind the scenes where it shows, you know, the historical time periods of 
these great female leaders and the way they dress and they look at like exactly the way that Padme was presented through the prequels. So I, I you know, so is that a it is genre? kind of a does tough that, thing to, to does that make it a genre? I think so because that takes that's what really separated Star Wars from all the other stories that were being told at the time is you know people could see all the little different bits and pieces that were influential and find something that they like. Well, I'll give you a question to put you in a conundrum in a friendly way. Is Star Trek a, is Star Trek considered a genre also? I wouldn't say so because Ooh. to me Star Trek fits more into that traditional science fiction slot. I I see where you're going with that and I <clears throat> I like both the question and, and the answer there because <clears throat> sorry, I hate it. I don't have a good mute button so you're getting me clear my throat. But I think if you look back into science fiction and you go back to Flash Gordon, Star Trek, uh, 2001, A Space Odyssey, all those things. As Alfie said, science fiction is robotic, clean, space age, and it's, and it's, you know, it, it's more about humans going and exploring away from Earth, right? Things like that. It's, it's, it all fits into that. Star Wars <clears throat> takes it to where you have the dirtiness, like it's a lived in society, it's a lived in world and universe. But then you're also bringing in those other things like how many Greek mythology kind of things or Arthurian stories are in those other science fiction. So I think science fiction is a genre, as you said, Brent, but but Star Wars kind of took that and said, we're going to make our own genre based off of some of that and some of these other things. And so we're a hybrid of all these things coming together into one. I, I don't know if that that fits or not. So. D-Doc. Yeah, and, and when you're saying genre, obviously, you, <clears throat> like the definition of, of of Star Wars being different is it's it's its own category. It's it's in a league of its own, correct? When it comes to a type of film, like you're saying, like say it's science fiction, action movie, drama, Star Wars. Like Star Wars is its own genre. Is and am I correct in that? I just Luke, don't well, want to be an idiot. That's with my essentially the Luke way that it's, the, the Lucas way it came would across. say that. Hey, he would say it's a space okay. opera, right? It's a, it's a, it's not science. Lucas has always said it's not science fiction. Yeah. He, yeah. So, like, I I agree because I have any of you guys watched Rebel Moon uh, on Netflix? Yeah. I, I yeah. personally like I watched that, and I know that it was possibly going to be a Star Wars movie, and it was scrubbed, and that's why. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Zack Snyder. Zach, Zach Snyder went Zach and Snyder. made his own movie uh, that was kind of like his script for a Star Wars movie. Uh, but I watch it and I'm just like, these ships are boring. Uh, the planets to me are boring. Like Star Wars has always been a league of its own when it comes to the planets, when it comes to the ships, when it comes to the droids, when it comes to the aliens. Everything just looks so uniquely Star Wars when you see it. Um which is why I like, which is why Andor is a controversial show because a lot of the settings looked very science fiction in that show. Mm -hmm. It didn't feel like Star Wars sometimes. Mm -hmm. It felt like Blade Runner more so. Well, in that prison, I felt like I was in Star Trek in the prison scenes. Yeah. Would, I mean, it, it just 
felt clean, neat, you know, futuristic, things like that. So I would say the sequel trilogy was way more of that as well. Like, I mean, and I'm not, this isn't like a, for the hate on that. Um, I think the lived in part, but then I also go to the prequels. The one thing that I noticed when we did those rewatches way back when, when was that like at least Phantom Menace was really bright and shiny and clean. Uh, it really struck me with how, how clean it was versus the lived inness of uh, four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. That and then so I think some of the sequel trilogy, like at least um, the sh- the ships and where you're going, and heck, uh, what was the most recent one, Ahsoka? The uh, all of the New Republic stuff has that clean and uh, squeaky clean kind of clean kind of feel that I don't know if I necessarily. I, I think it's missing that lived-in feel, but. Go back to it, like Alfie. Everything you're saying, I definitely agree with. But does that make it a genre? Because here's the deal: like everything that you described is what makes it its own universe, as well. Right, but I think that that's where new ideas get kind of lost in is that they don't connect mm-hmm. to the things that made that genre possible in the first place. I think Andor worked because it was very relatable with everyday kind of characters we can you're you're seeing like the c and d tier of the rebellion the people Mm -hmm. doing the behind the scenes stuff uh the everyday people i think without that hitch to the uh, old samurai films the spaghetti westerns the you know ancient myths and legends that you get lost away from that star wars genre Wayne, what do you do? Do you uh, did you watch Andor? Yeah, just parts of it though. I didn't get to see the whole thing because you fell asleep. It was bad. I didn't like it. (laughs) All right, so we we we, we divert a little bit on that one. Or it's okay. It's okay. Okay, that's fine. Different, but no, no, it is. No, it is. I was just making the fact that him and I are basically the same person, but now we kind of split a little bit. (laughs) No. We're not fully the same person now. There's more to come. (laughs) Wayne, do you? We've all asked this question around the horn, and we've asked other people on there. Do you feel that Star Wars needs to have not like thrown in your face all the time, but that mixture of that mystic fantasy with the Jedi and the Sith mixed in to make it more more like Star Wars, or is it okay? To not have that much. I mean, lightsabers are. We were just talking about it when the show was starting. Being able to pull out a lightsaber and hear that noise and see that coming across the screen, you know, I mean, does that play a role in the Star Wars, or do you feel like it can go without it? What I've seen over the last ten years or so is one: it's hard to keep the story going. The story is written, and then try to make it into a movie. It's very, very hard. I don't care who you are. It's very, very hard to, to because we as humans expect more and mm-hmm. technology gets better and better. But to contradict that, Mando came out and they hit it out the box. They, they hit a home run. And I, I still got to keep watching it. I mean, that's, though, Mando is a must see because it goes back to what Alfie and you guys were saying. It has a lot of the old history still involved with it. It's clean to me. I mean, when I first saw the dark saber, I ain't gonna lie. I was like, "Ooh, I'm getting kind of moist. That's exciting." <laughs> but you, you don't see that in some of the other shows. 
right. Randall has some. Their, their writers get it. Their their writers have it, and that's what I think was made Star Wars better than the other shows. It's the writing and the producing and making of the actual <laughs> movies. Because it could have been Star Wars. It could have been Battlestar Galactica. It, it, Lucas Lucas was the one to make it right. Okay. Which, by the way, as a as a seven eight year old kid, it still was fun to turn on the TV and see Battlestar Galactica. Since we couldn't <laughs> see Star Wars at home, I, yeah, I, I love. Battlestar. I just love that somebody else is bringing up Battlestar Galactica because <laughs> I loved that show when I was a kid. I mean, it, it was Star Wars light. Yeah. yeah, you got you got you got R two D two. You got Twiggy. That... I mean, they were hand in hand. <laughs> <laughs> but we got um, yeah. You know, I think wasn't it. We we talked about this. Some of the guys who helped make Star Wars jumped ship, right, and went over to help. Oh, I make didn't know that. Battle Star Yes. Yeah. The, wow. the the model makers and the the effects guys. Didn't they the, lose their jobs over doing that? I think. Yeah. Some wow. of the some of the guys took off and did that because, and you can see as you mentioned before on the shot by shot with like World War II planes, you can see some of the Battlestar Galactica flight stuff looks just. It's the same shot of what they did with X wings, except. With with the fighters from exactly from right. So, um, but yeah, it's it's all good. I mean, it's fun to have these diversions, and and um, we we do nitpick on here from time to time, Wayne. But I mean, we love it. I mean, if we didn't love it, we wouldn't have done two hundred and forty one episodes, right? I mean, we're we're here talking about all this. So, um, I not because it's a Star Wars show, but I really think, you know, here it is however many hundreds of years later, and we still talk about King Arthur and his court, right? We still talk about things that stood the test, Robin Hood, right? I mean, you, those kind of things will be here hundreds of years from now. Um, Star Wars is the same kind of thing. You know, 200 years from now, somebody's going to go, look at this story that, was com- that came out in 1977. You know, they're going to be like blown away to think about that and, and still talk about it. So I, I think that's where it kind of stands on those kind of levels. I'm picturing someone in the year like 20 whatever whatever year hundreds of years from now saying and then Ryan Johnson came in and Luke Skywalker and they killed Luke Skywalker Luke Skywalker was a hero but but sir didn't didn't he uh, turn to hate like didn't he go and live in isolation because he tried to kill his nephew Mm. Man, I we ignore the sequel trilogy. I don't know why I'm talking like it's medieval times, hundreds of years from now. Well, right, it's you like a, you're, you're talking like it's a British documentary. Yeah, well, hey, maybe well, like we need. Oh, we need Glosson here. He could be doing Attenborough right now, doing yes, that would be perfect. Yes. Um, yeah, it'll be AI. Python coming out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a droid with David Attenborough's voice reading yes. the story of Star Wars to the kids, you know, because they can't watch it on a DVD because those are gone uh, oh. forever now. Unless you get like. the pirated versions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, I went to Best Buy just recently. Yeah. Which I had told you guys they were getting rid of the movies, but I had no idea that meant they were really, really getting rid of all Dude. the movies. Mm-hmm. And Blockbuster 2.0. Yep, he gone. It's crazy. <laughs> Wait, didn't even uh, have Oppenheimer. That movie just came out. Like all these are DVDs of everything Star Wars behind me, right? Like I've got every hard copy that you can have. I, I feel so empty that I don't have the ones of of other series that have been out because they don't make them. I mean, 
Yes, I could go get him pirated. I'm not going to do that, Lucasfilm. I don't want to get in trouble. I've already, <laughs> I've already broken Call enough right now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> FBI will show up at my door tomorrow. That's right. This is monitored. <laughs> add, add Rebel Moon to your docket, though, and watch okay. it knowing that it was supposed to be a Star Wars movie. Because in my opinion, I did not personally enjoy the movie. Uh, there was a lot of hype around that movie. What is the four, Brent? It took me four days to watch that movie. I have not finished it yet because I keep oh. falling asleep in the last. In this, there's one scene towards the end where there's a, a decent battle, and somehow I wake up the next day just like I can't finish this freaking you, movie. You guys are not selling it. I'm just telling you right now. I mean, I, marketing I don't know why people he told you to watch it because <laughs> I, because uh, there was. Here's the thing: is like. The Zack Snyder thing is like a hype that I've never been able to understand. It, it as like a fan of movies and a fan of like nerddom and stuff like that. Like Three Hundred was a good movie because it hit right when it came out. Mm -hmm. But yes, I feel did. like Zack Snyder's been on this like pedestal because of Three Hundred, and it's like, how many DC movies did he direct? And they literally took all of that stuff and threw it out. And I'm yeah. not trying to take anything away. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't watch a lot of DC stuff. So I'm speaking kind of like, I, I, I don't fully understand what I'm talking about right now. Zack Snyder might be better than I know. I don't watch a lot of his movies because when I watch some of his movies, I'm like, I don't see it. Uh, like, and I fall asleep. Like, I never, I never watched the extended cut. That's what I'm going to say. Justice League. I only watched it. And he was like a lot better. And this okay. dude came out before the day Rebel Moon releases and says that Netflix chopped it down to be a PG-13. And he said that his cut is better than the movie that's coming out, like, a.k.a. Snyder Cut Round 2. Yeah, you make the money. It, is that going to be his thing from now on, though? Is it's like, hey, I directed the movie, but but what you guys are going to go pay to see, you know, it's not as good as my cut that's going to come out two years later that we're going to cook up all this hype for uh, like he already I, got paid though here's the thing he doesn't make any box office off that he's not getting any points on the box office sales it's going to netflix he doesn't care he just wants to make his next movie like alfie said yeah and i think that's a marketing mm. ploy did you see the star yeah, wars I mean, like relations just like in the, it justice league he gets a double dip there if they eventually cave and then re-release it get paid again yeah I, okay so he I'm, doesn't I'm have gonna... to do any more work Okay. Did well, you notice, Brent, though, that like almost like the Star Destroyer type ships they had in that movie had like the had like the uh, force field where where you go to land in it and everything like <clears throat> there was a lot of similarities to Star Wars in it and to the Empire. Yeah, there's also so I'm, I'm the nerd that plays Legion. There's also a lot of um, there's a lot of players that play this game called Warhammer 40K. Yes. And. I brought it up in a room full of guys playing Warhammer 40K. And I was like, have you seen Rebel Moon? Because when they're firing the weapons, the weapons look like 40K weapons. When they're firing the blasters, I, all I was going to say was like, and like around the room, as soon as they heard it, they're like, oh, you mean the 40K movie that's not 40K? Oh, you mean the movie that like totally is not a ripoff of 40 Warhammer? You mean, oh, wow. you mean the movie that like was supposed to be something else and is like actually a warhammer ripoff and brent what do we say to that i said yes it is like i mean that was new ideas are hard uh, yeah absolutely yes. 
No, but like all I wanted to say was like the weapons, and I think it was a good idea. I was like, those weapons look like 40k weapons. It was cool to see those in real life and actually like how somebody would actually fire and how they would actually hit. Uh, yeah. But so it's kind of this like somebody said online, it's a fever dream. It's some sort of uh, drug induced fever dream of Star Wars and Warhammer blended together. And, the and like the of- Avengers almost too. The way uh, they yeah, well, it was like a D and D thing. It was like a D, like it was like a Fellowship of the Ring. Like she went through and just tried to collect her heroes, and she yeah. was putting and assembling her hero force. Yeah, um, kind Looks of like a that... la like a rebels. Like it was kind of like how Hera went through and collected and built the Rebel crew. Is how she was going through the world collecting all of these different pieces to help her out. And the only thing that really I think to me tied it to star wars was there was one character that had light blades that was it yeah the ship the, uh, my mind always goes to the ships and and it comes and it, it goes full circle to this genre and it's yeah. star wars in its own league versus mm-hmm. sci-fi or whatever and you know rebel moon is like sci-fi fantasy soup essentially it's just everything mixed together uh, and mm-hmm. It, there was some there was some scenes where I was interested in it. I think the guy who plays the villain is a good actor. It's the guy who played the villain in the first Deadpool movie. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And if I'm not mistaken. How's he doing? What's that? I said, how's he doing? I, I think he's doing all right. I mean, he was, but it, it he he played like a good role. Deadpool. He played a good role in it. It's Francis. Just, Francis. It's just like. As far as like the main characters, there's bounty hunters in it. You know, it's like they just have a different way of freezing the people rather than um, putting them in um, carbonite. carbonite. They just uh, kind of lock into these. You know, it, it's there's so many similarities. It, it's well, since I, this is Wayne's first uh, appearance on Rule the Galaxy. We we he just got introduced to one of my sayings. That new ideas are are hard, and should we let him in on the second one? Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued. Please tell me. Cocaine's expensive. Cocaine's expensive. expensive. Cocaine ain't cheap. <laughs> so funny, funny thing about that. <laughs> I use an analogy all the time. You know, if I have an idea, it's good only if I have someone to give it to. If I had a bag of cocaine worth a million dollars it wouldn't be worth a million dollars i don't even know who to sell it to (laughs) (laughs) well we are not promoting cocaine use by the way on the show (laughs) we're not promoting that in any way it's just a joke not you know everybody needs a payday that's what they're going (laughs) go watch the movie heat it's really good kids Ooh. Oh, the movie Heat is amazing. That's all. Um, I was just thinking about that movie the other day. We keep talking about The Godfather and all these yeah. great movies. Like a movie like Heat, will we ever see oh. a movie that great again? The sound when they have the fire scene, when they are shooting at each other, the sound on the yes. stereo is unreal. You're there. <laughs> yeah, you know that scene is still shown in like, at like West Point. During oh, training, as a tactical thing, really, wow. as a tactical, uh, uh, what do you say? My mind just went blank. Like, uh, cover Skirmish. move. Yeah, the, they a, still watch that scene. Huh. Yeah, yeah. It's a great movie. That's, that's another great movie back in the past. Wayne, we we also have some other things we go back to on the show quite a bit. You know, if you've got a bit that works, you stick with it. So, <laughs> drive one, it underground. Yep, that's right. <laughs> drive, just beat that horse. 
Until, That's right. Um, you guys can't have any other chips in this cookie. I'm the first one, maybe. <laughs> I don't even know that. And I don't want any more. Y'all can have some butterscotch. Oh, uh, gosh. Okay. Um, so, first of all, do you remember the phrase that flicks my bick? Oh, my God, Joe. Wow. You remember Wayne, that? Wayne, do you know this? Come no. On. You know, like I a think... lighter, it flicks your bick? Yeah, the, like the big lighter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that really flicks my bick. Joe just dropped I... that one day in the middle of like. It was my first episode. Them. Yep. Just talking randomly. He's just like, oh man, that really flicks my bick. And, and I was people like, were like, what? what did That's you not PG 13 if you say no, it? No, like it's that. not. No, it's not. You got to be careful. You got to so, be careful with a buh sound. That is, buh that is, really something... sound like a duh sound. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we like to be, we like to be hip. We like to be with the cool kids these days. So, you know, we're talking about flicking your bick, which was every like now and then. We we like to talk, you know, about how the the show the show's lit, you know, no cap, you, you know. You guys, uh... you guys been on here for an hour. There has been not a single bra thrown out there. So we are not hip. We old as hell. Look, we're busting. Busting. My four year old calls me bra all the time. So <laughs> that's so right, trying man. To use it. That's like the new thing is bra with these. I young hate that. Oh, I hate God. it. Hey, bro, can you get me a drink? Oh, man, I'm 32, and I just said, with these young kids, Stop. I'm yeah. definitely dead. Stop. I hear the slang all the time. You guys are just, you guys are about four years behind where it's at right now. That's why I love it, broke. because it That's, drives my teenagers crazy. Like, when I tell them because... they're dog water, they hate that. So yeah, that is so The show is not mid, either. This show is not mid. So, real quick, you gotta, you got if Got Riz. Oh, there we go. You went with the Riz, and, and then you got Gyat, too. Gyat's another one for the teenagers. That's basically Chat. junk in the chunk, junk in the trunk. So, Gyat. Oh, okay. So, you got to yeah. – she's got I know what that means. Trying to, it's like the, for the Rizzler. Shaking your Gyat for the Rizzler. Okay. All right. Um, All right. I had to look I'm, that I'm one up. I was rather surprised here. by what it meant. What, if Gyat? you guys have a show yeah. and you're talking about the words that you're not sure about, you're too old. <laughs> <laughs> if you gotta talk about it they left you already yeah right, well, so, this, this so is a fun thing joe, so. joe brings up these random slang things i'm gonna bring up a question that it always comes up so yep. this is a question that we ask the guests for the first timers it's our first timers question so joe was just pulling up his lightsaber you missed it before d doc and azalea just got the um the uh, the uh, gin, the Ray Golden lightsaber from uh, from the last movie. With all there of that is. being said, there are different lightsaber hilts in the Star Wars universe. Very nice, Joe. Oh, look at is me. there a specific Star Wars hilt um, that handle. you have a have a handle that you have a proclivity to? Ooh, big word there. Well, is there one that like word. you think is like? Is there is there one that like you like the best? Um, while you're oh. thinking about that, is there a hilt that like stands out as like the best hilt in Star Wars? This kind hilt, <laughs> the handle, the handle, okay. to make the okay. handle. This okay. comes from um, your best friend over there. His brother was making fun of Count Dooku, and because yeah, it has peronies, because it's got a curve. It's got a little <laughs> bit of a curve to it. PG thirteen. <laughs> it's well, Peroni's like, like dark. you got look. It's here's the dark. You yeah. got to be forty or over to know what Peroni's actually is. I don't know what that is. What is exactly? I said you got to be. I said you got to be forty or over to know what that is. D Doc, <laughs> you're not forty yet. 
You'll know if you got it. <laughs> There's a new Captain Hook on the ship. Just, when you go to the bathroom, you have to stand at the wrong stall. That's what it is. Oh, so, Tony was making fun of the curved lightsaber hilt, the handle that Count Dooku has, because he said he was down at Galaxy's Edge, and no one would want to mess with that, that lightsaber handle. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I had to stand up for my boy, uh, Count Dooku. <coughs> And then they were like, who, what, Stumpy? They just nicknamed him Stumpy because he got all of his hands and head cut off. So he should just be nicknamed Stumpy. So this has been so this has been a hit. The hilt, your favorite Star Wars hilt, has been a question that I have asked uh, guests when I've been on and we've asked every first okay. timer, is there a Star Wars handle that like you you like the best? That's easy. And it did there's a two-part answer to that question. But the first Stumpy was Darth Vader. Come on now. He was looking he, like... Okay, but you didn't, yes. you didn't know he was Stumpy, though, until, like, 1999. What, well, fair enough, but I knew before the other guy got became Stumpy. <laughs> didn't, I, I mean, True, and Luke was, like, I, Luke was the first one to actually lose. Yeah, like, he yeah, was the first yeah. Stumpy, right? Luke yeah, was he's the a first. nub. That's not oh, a Stumpy, yeah. a nub. Oh, he's a <laughs> nubbin. All right, we can call him nubbin. All right. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's where um, OJ got the uh, phrase. If it doesn't, uh, <laughs> he must take away. Ah, I quit. I'm out of here. I'm sorry. No, we got OJ fantastic. reference tonight. The yeah. answer to the question is: It used to be the original saber that was mm-hmm. good. It's going to be one of two: Ben Kenobi or Luke Skywalker. Those two sabers right there are, you know, they they hold the hope. Mm-hmm. You know, that that is the force. That is going to be bad. Until Mando came around and I saw that black saber, I was like, "Oh um, Lord, yeah, that's badass." Oh, oh my, yeah. I can't yeah. get that in the store. I don't even know what that is. You can Show now. It to me again. <laughs> well, I'm sure you can now, but that's a badass saber right there. Sorry, yeah, French. The dark saber is solid. I, and it's not. Sur- it's like the only one. It's like flat. It's the only one that really doesn't have it's a blade. Like a, yeah, it's yeah. like the actual yeah. handle of it is like flattened, so it does have. It is definitely distinct in all of its. I, I feel like, like it's one. got kind of like a samurai sword handle to it, right? I mean, yeah. with the, the thin, yeah, flat it's square. Handle. We have one, a katana. It's very square. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a good answer, Wayne. I, I appreciate you bringing that, both the old school and the new, bringing it together. So. It changed. It literally changed once I saw it. And I was like, wow, there you go. And another question that Joe usually asks, but I'm going to ask it as well, is what is your go-to mm-hmm. Star Wars? So... Is there one that like you would call your Star Wars Star Wars movie? Is there one that you go back to? I wouldn't say that it's like favorite, but is there or it could be shows, anything. What is what would you call your Star Wars that you are most attached to? Like you can the, flip it on and feel most comfortable with it right there. Just go. Yeah, it's, it's the the first one that came out in seventy seven, but it's real close to the second one. Empire Strikes Back and both of those two. If they're on TV, it's one of those things I can't turn it off or I'm late to something because mm-hmm. I'm watching it. But those two, <laughs> I always watch and I always see something else. I'm like, God dang it. I didn't see that before. <laughs> That's good. That's good go backs right there. Attack Travis Here we go. Still with us. Yeah. Yeah. Mason's got Mace? a great saber. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, well, a few of them. Yeah. I, uh, his. Oh, we just lost Wayne. We brought up Mace and Wayne dropped off. Oh, Wayne is in. Wayne is back. He's back. D-Doc! I went, D- I went to go get my saber and then I came back. I, sorry. 
It was locked it's up, okay. though. It's it locked out. up. It has a passcode, um, you know. Like, <laughs> and another person has to right, you can forget about it. The fingerprint. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, D-Doc left the screen also for a little bit. I think he went to go look up what Peroni's disease is. Oh, oh God. Did you click um, on Google Images? Yeah. <laughs> Do not bring that up on the live. Do not bring it up the picture Every time screen. I turn my head, I have the curve saber uh, sitting there, man. He doesn't like it when you guys talk shit on it either. <laughs> Wayne, if there was a Star Wars action figure that I could buy for you that you would have either in your on your desk or you know on something in the house and display, what one would you want? What character? All right, this answer comes just from within this week of watching various Instagram TikTok thingies. Check this one out. If any one of you have the gold. Uh, CP3O Lego. That's worth a lot of money. Dude. I want that. I want that. Okay. Are you? Is that one Lego of the guys? helmets? No, uh, there was that? one special edition. There was yeah. one special edition 3PO that went around, man, and that thing is worth a pretty a penny. There was money. only a couple of them made. Really, I had no idea. But so it's a minifigure. Yeah, it's just a, a minifigure. It's a Lego. Lego figure. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's my but, favorite character. <laughs> it is a special like it, it's i think it's a metallic gold so one it's a shiny gold. Gotcha. yeah it's not, yeah, nice, yeah, like, it's not like the yellow c3po's you see all over the place it's got a, a little yeah. shine to it okay. there's, a few, there's a few lego uh uh characters special edition legos that are out there that are worth a lot of money and i didn't know that till this week yeah, my I only have there's one that I have that I know that's worth money, and it's just because it only came in one set, and it's K2SO. He only came in one set. Uh, mm. He came in Krennic's uh, shuttle, <laughs> and people will pay a decent price for that. I remember when I like Lego collectors, like I love ships. I love to build the ships. The minifigures are always like the accessory to the ship for me. There are Lego collectors that will buy the set pull the minifigure out and then just sell the ship on its own because they don't even care. They just want the minifigure. I, yeah. To go. I bought a guy's, I bought, I bought a guy's collection and I was selling them off piece by piece of the things I wanted to keep or give to people or whatever. And everybody would say, I just want the minifigs out of the ship. Just, just oh, I'll, I'll buy the minifigs. Yeah. There's so. K2. He's to go back and bring it back. Uh, Miles Turner nice. on his, like his show or on his like piece that I saw has about 150 just minifigs and he had a whole like he had like a little shelf it was like three shelves long and it was probably two feet long and it was just the jedi minifigs that he had collected so like i mean there was a there was a ton of those jedi ones but like yeah it was really cool yeah that's where people get hung up on lego sets is they're just like it it, it all it all depends on how many minifigs come come with it, which they recently did the Yavin base, which comes with like 12. And people were like shooting themselves about that just because it was like. I'm actually saving my work points for that one. I'm hoping it stays on the site for a while. I'm like 2000 away from getting it. Yeah. Yeah. That comes with pretty much Al like every Star Wars minifig you could want, honestly. Wayne, if you didn't know, Alfie works at Chuck E. Cheese. So he saves kids tickets, yeah. and that's I take, where I save them all. I take your receipts. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't I'm care just what kidding. You do. If you work at Chuck E. Cheese, bless your heart. 
No pizza. Oh god. Chuck E. Cheese is when I first finally got COVID. That's when, that's when we were just like, oh shit, this is real. Because I remember we went to Chuck E. Cheese oh, and it was gosh. like two a day or two later. We were all we were all just down for the count. I took the little one there last week and oh. I was praying we didn't get sick. Thankfully, oh. there was almost no one in there. I haven't been back since. I don't know how it's still open. It's kind of mm. like Long John Silver's. How is that still open? Mm. That malt vinegar. The little crunchies. The last two times I've eaten Long John Silvers, and it's been years, but the last two times I did, sick as could be. That's like that's like White Castles. It's like I I was going to say that. I will eat. I will eat gas station cheeseburgers and hot dogs before I eat Long John Silvers. Um, uh, that's a, I was listening to these guys today, and Joey yes. said he rang in the new year ordering a crave case of uh, of White Castles. Oh, expedition! It always sounds so good. <laughs> <good. laughs> About twenty minutes after you eat it. Yeah, oh. so I was with them. So it was it was a family New Year's because we didn't get to do. Um, we were going to do a family sleepover around Christmas, but the little ones were were under the weather. They they had improved. We did a family New Year's. We're all sitting there, and at like eight o'clock, Joey goes, "You know what? Let's let's ring this in with a crave case." And I looked, and I was like, "Absolutely not!" And his mom <laughs> hates White Castles. Sure enough, they show up. Oh, and and he and Greg each eat like seven or eight of them. Now there's thirty in there, so the smell of them just being in the house with another, you know, fifteen of them still in the box. It was rancid. He he said he and Greg were not doing well the next day. Um, no. but just go doctor. straight to the X Facts. Why are you even? Why are you half stepping? Just go take the chocolate and call it a day. Yeah, don't even eat them. You just might as well just take them out of the container and throw them straight in the toilet. I love White Castle burgers, man. I mm. I never had one around me, so I would get the microwavable White Castle burgers. Oh. And I would eat them all the time, dude. I love those. I love the microwave White Castle burgers. Dedoc, you need to pull up Michael Nip's comment because it might win the day. It might win the internet today. White Castle scented candles. There you go. I like it. I think Wayne's, Wayne's on the order. Like he's calling up Amazon, saying, "When can I get this?" Going to the White Barn or whatever. Oh gosh, there's no, people no, no. who get White Castle and people who don't, man. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm a don't. I, Look, I love it. The only time I was really into White Castle was when you used to be out at two or three in the morning. You had nothing to eat. You had a few too many drinks in you, and you went to White Castle. Pizza Express. Just then, go ahead and speed up the process. <laughs> right. No, get the fish sandwich. The fish sandwich isn't bad. <laughs> oh no. Now we got. Oh, it's going. Wor- it's going worse. It's, like, it's, yeah, it's going my bad. Stum- my stomach is turning with Travis <laughs> over there. Uh, yeah, let's, let's try to let's try to bring this back a little bit. Can yeah, we, yeah. Can we, Come can on. we bring it onto a track? Yeah, let's bring it back. Um, do we have Do we have any topics, Joe? Can we? Uh, yeah. Get away uh, Wayne, from the scented candles and the Wayne, we've talked a little cakes. bit. We've talked a little bit about. Um, talked a little bit about everything with Star Wars with you. Um, is there? <laughs> <laughs> that is great. I'm sure that White Castle did some kind of Star Wars promotion at one point, you know. So this is probably on yeah. point for Star Wars topic, you know. <laughs> I don't know if White Castle did or not, but um, they probably didn't actually. That was anyway. So we we have um, 
we've seen plenty of of uh, cosplay in Star Wars over the past few years, and one of our listeners has asked us to rank our top ten cosplay uh, people, which can be dangerous if you're not talking about a stormtrooper or a Boba Fett or something. You know, there, there's some there's some people out there who cosplay in um, some different ways. Um, <laughs> it's a little saucy. <laughs> it's a little, yeah, risque. Uh, is there any character that you would like to see live, in person, up close, uh, whether it's cosplay or the real character from Star Wars? Wow, Jesus, so many characters. Um, I don't. I get. I gotta get down to Disney for. Actually, is it gone already? Did they no. turn it down to Star Wars? No, they 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 just shut the hotel part of it down. Okay. We were just there, Galaxy's Edge. Um, gosh, November. When did we go, D Doc? Uh, it was uh, December. It was yeah, a little okay. bit before Christmas. Yeah, I saw your yeah. pictures. Christmas. No, I honestly the 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 player that or the character that really intrigues me the most. But I think the guy passed away was Chewbacca, right? Yeah. Yes, he yeah, did. Yeah. Yes. I I would have liked to actually just not met Chewbacca, but met the person who played Peter Mayhew. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I I met him. Oh, yeah. look at yes. you throwing out, dropping dimes. Look at you. Yeah. <laughs> Tell a story. Uh, actually, Joseph and I went. I, no, I wasn't I, there. I went with my brother to Celebration yeah. Three. We went to Celebration <laughs> Two together. Two. Yeah. And, you know, at uh, the convention center downtown, the big room, you know, was all vendors, you know, Kenner, stuff like that. But there was a small part that was like what I would call like a swap meet or kind of, you know, people selling actual Star Wars toys from their collections or people who do that for a living, whatever. Right. So, you know, granted, this is the early Internet days you know, dial up, you know, not everyone really had internet at that time. So it, it probably wasn't that big of a deal to not notice someone, you know, that was in a costume all the time. Right. But so I'm walking around these booths and I see this guy sitting in, you know, uh, a lawn chair in the middle of all this crowd. And he, I mean, he's gigantic sitting down. Right. And I look at him and I know I'm like, damn, that's Peter Mayhew. This is crazy. And he looked, I looked at him, he looked at me, he smiled and then put his finger to his lips. I kind of gave him a head nod and went on our way. Wow. A lot of respect for you for respecting him. Yeah. To, I mean, you know, he, he's just sitting there. Yeah. Nobody knew who he was, you know, out of costume and sitting down. But yeah, it was pretty cool. And actually, the last ICCC we were at, I talked to some people that still run his foundation, and mm -hmm. they said that was one of his favorite things to do was, since he wasn't recognizable, was just to go be out in the middle of, you know, crowds of people and watch everybody interact and love Star Wars. Very nice. Very nice. Very cool. I, You know, I used to think that it would be Mark Hamill or Harrison Ford I wanted to meet, mm -hmm. but... After thinking about it, after listening, because I did the audiobook, the audiobook by Anthony Daniels called IMC3PO, that dude's seen it all. He's been a part of it all. He's been from the beginning to the, you know, 40 whatever years he's been doing this. <clears throat> and the stories he can tell, uh, I, I would, I think I would jump at the chance to sit down with Anthony Daniels. I uh, met him the same day, actually. <laughs> 
I know, I know it sounds unbelievable. You, you're not going to believe it. Okay, but here's the deal. Like, this one, he's told this story before. Anthony wasn't in a place to be met. He wasn't in a no, mental, no, uh, no, mental no, no, state yeah, to be yeah, one. Okay. It, it was a, the story. It's starting to get a lot. It, 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 I, I kid you not, this is the same day. Okay, this is the morning. Oh, my clocks are going to go off here in a second. Uh, That's all right. Celebration 3. We're going to downtown Indianapolis. We pull into the parking garage. We're standing there getting our passes on right next to the car, right? And this other car pulls up, which, I mean, there's thousands of people downtown. So, I mean, it's not no big deal. Car pulls up. But this guy gets out and gets in the trunk. And I'm looking at him I'm like, that's fucking C-3PO. And How do you know? <laughs> and so, you know, he was nice. He said hi. You know, I didn't really bother him or anything, you know, because I was just shocked, you know, we're in the middle of a parking garage and there's C-3PO getting out of a Honda Civic, you know, and going. So you could tell, like, he, he really didn't want to be messed with or anything. So, again, just leave him alone. He hurries through the garage. He goes into the tunnel to get in the convention center. There's a whole line of, you know, 50, 75 people waiting to get in because that really wasn't the way you were supposed to get into the convention. But anyways, he goes to the door and it's locked. Uh oh, yeah. And he turns around. And by that time, everyone knows who it is. And you could just see this kind of like panic setting in on his face. Like uh, this could kind of go south real fast if, you know, these people get out of hand. But again, everybody played it cool. Uh, started doing the Ewok chant and bowing down to him and stuff, and he laughed it off. <laughs> hey Wayne, real quick, you if if you want, put in look in your calendar for 2024. Start planning ahead. Um, it's not even it's not even over the top crazy, and it's not over the top expensive or anything like that. But there's a thing called the I Triple C I C C C. It's it's um in Nashville. This year, it's October 3rd through 6th, I believe. But we've gone the last few years and met up there and all that. <coughs> and between the, the people they have there, like people who are either in TV shows or movies or all those kind of things, uh, the collectibles that are there, the, the speakers, the, uh, the cosplay, it's a fantastic weekend. It just right. really is. Um, so... Put it, and you know, I'm sure you and Emily would love to go take a weekend in in Nashville. So uh, we want to go anywhere and everywhere. Let's go. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so just just pencil that and look and look and see what your schedule looks like because I think you'd really have a good time and it would bring back a ton of memories because it's it's new stuff but it's also just tons of old stuff where you're like, oh my gosh, I had that or oh my gosh, hmm. I always wanted that and things like that. So and the guy who runs it's a really great guy and treats us really well so when we usually do a live show from there actually last year there i got to meet the emperor Ian mcdermott and wow. i got to meet uh femi taylor uh ula the the dancing girl who fell down into the sarlacc pit in jabba's oh. palace we did a show with her uh where we got to interview her and take pictures with her and everything she was great so um so yeah it was it was a good fun time but that's that's the kind of people who are at these events so very Definitely nice. Want to check it out, but um, first weekend in October. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which I'm like down with that date, man. Like uh, it, it's such it's such a non-stressful date to be like, okay, first weekend in October, I'm going to go to Nashville. Like that's right. easy. It's like, an awful I'm, date. Absolutely it's, awful. It's, it's, it's a it's bad one. Football. <laughs> we are actually supposed to go to Jamaica that oh. week. Oh. Yeah. 
Well, you're canceling that, right, Alfie? You know. <laughs> no, he's priorities, from Jamaica. Priorities. Um, I'm not making it definitive we're going or not because we're supposed to go there for a wedding, and I don't know. Oh, you're gone. Okay. Yeah. Have a nice. Well, day. hey, we we've been we've been going we've been keeping Wayne a long time. He's got to get up and go to real work and everything in the morning. So. Um, What's this bullshit? I get up from five thirty every day. <laughs> I just opened up a pack of Star Wars cards and start chewing some gum, so I'm good for the night. That's what I'm talking about Wayne. That's what I'm talking um, about. So, I got. I was gonna say go let's, ahead, go, let's go around. I was gonna say anybody. I I, I always monopolize the topics. Anybody have a topic or anything they want to hit before Absolutely we end no. up? We're not gonna talk about. The no, rain. we're not gonna talk, yeah. we're not gonna talk about. I'm so angry about, about that. I, I don't want to talk about uh, it. I'll say it, things it, that I regret. Is it worth it, D-Doc? I mean, I, is it what the people want to hear? Maybe. But is it worth it? Uh, I don't know. See, we're leaving we're, on we're a happy fine. note, D-Doc. We're, we're, we're fine. We're I can't talk right about now. that without saying things that we're we're happy right now. Say. Like we're all we're all friends right now. Like, are you really wanting to like well here's what I would do is uh -oh. I would sit here. <laughs> I would sit here and I would probably like eviscerate uh, Disney a little bit and yeah. like their their thought of their line of thinking. And then the podcast would end and then I would go upstairs and start building the Disney castle that, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, that I was just given for Christmas. So it's like I, I, I always think about what I say on this podcast and then what my wallet says. You know, it's yeah. like exactly yeah. it's like I say one <laughs> thing, but my wallet does the opposite. And, yeah. and they don't care what you say with your mouth. The corporation doesn't care what you say with their mouth. You know, do uh, I don't know. With this one, it might be a little different. This one might be built different with 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 this early stuff going on with it. Uh, I just don't. Here's what I'll say: I don't think she's going to wind up directing the movie. That's all I'll say. I don't think the movie's going to get made. No, this, this I don't is, think it is either. This is this is they're they're pushing out the press on this one. They're Are pushing they? out the press, but I'm just going to say this. I'm just I'm not going to give any opinions whatsoever. I'm just giving giving you facts. They are still using that script that uh, Lindenhoff turned in that he said was a piece of dog shit, and he turned in <laughs> his credentials with it. That's the best that they got. So I do not hold any weight to that. This movie gets made. You know what? Um, I, I'm not. I'll just cut it even shorter. We won't go any further on it. We've done enough. <laughs> But we do speak with our wallets and not with our mouths. Our mouths are just throwing stuff out there, but we still go spend the money. Um, I have a feeling if a Star Wars movie is made, this group right here will go see it. No I'll matter what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will so, be seated. <laughs> yeah, end of story on that. So, right. Yep. Anything? Any other topics that we need to hit? Anybody? I don't want to take anything away. Alfie... D Doc, you guys just got which one? You just bought some six dollar figures at Ollie's. I I, uh, I got Palpatine uh, Black Series at Ollie's for six dollars. Uh, I got a score. Ahsoka yeah. Tano for three ninety nine at Ross. There we go, Ooh, Ross. Dude, yeah. you're telling me oh. I got to start going to Ross now? Dude, there was somebody else on social media that had like a picture of like. 25 black series at Ross. Yep. Yeah. Nice. It's hit or miss. And I, I can't, I Marshall's, mean, Ross, nothing negative. TJ Maxx. What mm. I'm about to say, but I suffer from extreme anxiety and I cannot handle that store. 
Ross. Well, Ross is probably loaded. Oh. There's probably stuff on the shelves everywhere. And this is there's the no aisles part. in the store. He's talking about organization. They yes, yeah. it, it yeah. stresses me the fuck out to go in there. You're not meant to be in there. You got to no. send somebody in for you. Hey, dude, kid, that's here's that... five bucks. Go look for. Something. I went to the, to the national treasure. Bring yeah. back, bring back the cipher. Go find this letter for me. When, when I found that Princess Leia there. I seriously was standing in line and I was having a panic attack because I could not figure out where you were supposed to go. And there's, there's just people everywhere. There's stuff thrown everywhere. There's no aisles. And I was sweating. I, I couldn't hardly catch my breath. I'm like I'm going to pass out in this fucking this, store. But you made it over a $5 black series. You figure. made it. Yeah. This is the hardest through. part for me as running now, now, for now a year i've been working for myself now as people know here i'm a plumber and i do I, i'm a handyman i do renovations i do all this stuff the hardest thing for me running this business is i randomly have to go out to buy material and a lot of times there's a target near there there's an like i was sending you guys guys those pictures today i was working today and I'm sending you pictures from Ollie's and Target while I'm working because it's like, no hey, I gotta has run to out. No one to know, D Doc. No one has to know. I, I know, but I <laughs> my my wife took uh, uh, Inslee to basketball practice or volleyball practice in Columbus today, which is outside of our you know regular route. So she went to Target because Azalea's birthday Saturday Sunday to get pick something up real quick. And I was like, hey, could you just send me some pictures of the Black Series figures? <laughs> That's why I'm stressed that I need to add Ross to my list now. If I'm working in some area where there's a Home Depot and a Ross near each other, I'm going to go into Ross now. I got one more for you. I'm sorry, mm -hmm. fellas, but I've picked up some things that I've given the people. And they might not be collectible, but they got stuff. Watch out for Michaels. They got Star Wars stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I, I can't go into Michaels just <laughs> for that reason. <laughs> I'm sorry. They got some good. I went there, there one time with my wife, and she's like, "You're never coming back to this story." <laughs> Doctor Squatch coming in with the Ross and saying it's crazy in there. Yeah, North Squatch, rope. Squatch from the top rope. He's always there. Doctor Squatch is always, always in, watching. Oh, he's got the God. clone trooper helmet. He's got the Wookiee head, and he's got the Doctor outfit. On, baby. Oh, oh gosh. gosh! All right. Well, hey, fellas, we. This is this is good. We got some good fun laughs in. I my my head's hurting a little bit because I've been laughing so hard. That's a good thing. I always like that. My wife always says, when you leave someplace and you got a headache because you've been laughing, that means you had a good time. So uh, obviously I don't drink or the headache might be gone until the next morning, but that's another story for another time. Um, guys, thanks for always doing this. Wayne, thanks for coming on and being a guest. I mean, yeah, you know, after 40 years of friendship it's good that we can hop on a podcast together and and talk a little star wars and hear your points of view and uh man i can't wait till you're cosplaying down in icc ICCC in nashville this year that's gonna be awesome that'll be something yeah, yeah. and thanks for having me on uh it's really <laughs> nice to meet you guys if i haven't met you before and again you guys are a testament to what you guys do over a long period of time with the people that follow you and like you were talking about earlier, the wallet says what it says. So uh, keep doing what you guys are doing. Have me on uh, again, please. And I will bring some um, interesting things maybe to talk about. I got some ideas, uh, some things that I have in, uh, in my little collection. And uh, it'd be great to do this again and sometime in the near future. I appreciate you guys. No, no problem. Guys, 
D-Doc, Alfie, Brent, Wayne, thank you so much. Uh, for all of our followers and listeners, all the people commenting time has been great. We've actually had like five or 10 new YouTube subscribers while we've been on tonight. So thank you to those of you who are doing that. Um, 2024 is going to be our year. That's right. Be to lit. The lit. To the moon. <laughs> lit. All right. No cap. Oh no no cap. cap. Oh my God. Until next week, may the force be with you. All right.